Monday after Mother's Day, I know that Mother's Day can be um, a really tough time for some people. And if that was tough for you, please know that we were praying for you specifically. I know how hard that can be. But also, I hope that you moms were spoiled and loved on and cherished. And at the very least, remember that you are loved from God and you are made beautifully in his image. So I just want to wish you all a very happy Mother's Day. I know it's a day late, but it's our live day on Monday. So happy Mother's Day. My dog is here. He is upset that our neighbors are in the backyard. It's one of those things. Today we're talking about together. And before we go ahead and dive into that, I'd love to pray over you. So if you need prayers, spoken or unspoken, feel free to raise your hand in the chat and let us know how we can pray for you because we're not supposed to go through this life alone. That is the whole point of today's live. So Father, we come to you today and I just thank you for these women Father, I thank you for the amazing women they are, not only to their children, but to their husbands and to their friends and to people they don't even know who they are impacting on a daily basis. Father, I just ask that you speak to them, remind them that the cracks that they have, your light shines through. Father, continue to speak to them, to love to them, to lift them up and remind them that they are beautifully made through you, Father, in the deepest uh, valleys and on the highest mountains, you are there with us, Lord. And I just thank you for always being there and being the best example for us to follow. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Cynthia, yes, absolutely. I am praying over moving and health. I am speaking healing over you. Same with um, one of my clients, Heather. You know, I feel like everybody just needs a little bit of health prayer lately, right? There is a lot going on. I've realized the more I move my hands, the more I shake my camera. So I'm going to try really hard to not move as much today. So I'm sorry if I'm making everything shaky. If the red live is at the top of your screen, you have got us live. Cynthia has proven here that I have the ability to see comments today. Thank you, Facebook. Hi to all of our new members. If you are new and joining us for the first time, as I just did uh, approvals into the group, we do lives every Monday morning at 11. So we are talking today about together. And what better time? I do just need to sit on them, but I also need my coffee, Sarah. <laughs> and I'm not Italian. I'm Portuguese, I'm uh, Danish, and I'm like a mutt, so I, I, but I don't have any Italian in me, so I don't know where this all comes from. It might be from the Portuguese side. <laughs> I don't know, but I can't sit on them. I need, I need my coffee. I don't know if you all need your coffee this morning. I had to make it extra strong today. We had storms come in overnight. And um, that sort of is what bought into this together post was storm. So we're going to have to dive deep into that before we get to everything else. Good morning, Annaline. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. Cynthia, you're right. It is you. Cynthia and I 
chat a lot and it must just be <laughs> me catching on. So last night we had huge storms roll through um, and it got, it woke me up and it got me thinking about how two things can't go without the other. For instance, I talk a lot about gardening and flowers and my grass because I'm obsessed. Um, it's where I relate to Jesus the most. I love when he uses farmer analogies and um, gardening analogies because it it speaks directly to me. I just love that the Bible does that too. No matter what you relate to, he will speak directly through you or uh, directly to you in those moments. Gosh, I love our God. Coffee every day. Yes, girl. So I'm thinking about my lawn. I've been doing a lot of yard work and I'm needing my grass to green up and I'm needing some weeds to die off. But in order to do that, it can't do it without the rain, right? And sometimes we view rain as like a horrible thing. Other times when we're in a drought, it's the most important thing. But we can't have green grass without the rain, right? In the sun, needs to be there to do it too. It all needs to work together to get a nice green lawn. Same way with flowers, right? They bloom up, they break underground. They can't do it without the dark. They can't do it without the water and they can't grow to their full potential without the sun. It needs those three things. Just as Jesus, Jesus, the Father and the Holy Spirit, we need those all working together in our lives to be the best us possible. The flower grows up and it faces the sun. And it just got me thinking over the weekend, like, my gosh, how many times have I faced downcast when I've been in a valley? Or how many times have I been downcast when I'm struggling and I hopped on the scale and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this isn't budging. My runtime wasn't as fast as it used to be. The kids were insane. And it can be anything. I didn't make the best health choices. I haven't been spending enough time with God. How many times am I facing my head downward, right? The flower that God made is the same as us. And he loves it. We, he loves us more than he loves the flower. But the flower knows to face the sun. We also need to face our father that way in the hard times in the difficult times but on those mountaintops too we need to be facing the right way so part of this together chat today is facing the right way where are your eyes focused in the bible speaks so much to fix our eyes on him and to look at the things that are beautiful and i feel like as women in this world we are told by society to fix this to do more to eat less, to weigh less, to do all of these things, to change who we are. But that's not what God calls us to fix our attention to. We shouldn't be fixing our attention to every single thing that we don't like. When we look at ourselves, we are downcast. We're looking at imperfections that the world is telling us are imperfect, right? God made us perfect. So when we fix our focus up, and off of our abs and off of our thighs. And maybe we're looking at our own heart and we put up some walls and we've hardened a little bit and we're looking downcast. We're looking the wrong way. 
we need to look at the one who made us. Same thing when you look at the scale. Guess where your eyes have to go? Down. Sarah says she's struggling with the scale. Friend, mine did as well today. I overindulged yesterday. <laughs> and I have to remind myself, like, it's all good. We can't stay looking down, whether it's at the scale, at our hardened hearts, at our frustrations, at our aggravations, at our holdbacks of our past. We can't stay looking down. It's okay to look there for a guide of where we're at. Right? Because yes, I should know that I shouldn't eat all the time like I did yesterday. But I forget the beauty in yesterday when I'm focused down on what it did to the scale today. I forget all the beautiful things, how my family was together, how we had an amazing time, how I wasn't tracking everything. And it's okay. I forget the beauty in the day because now I'm downcast and focused on the unimportant thing. That is number one. Where are your eyes focused, right? It is, you guys, it's just a hard season. And it's not just you. I struggle with this too. But we can't keep our focus there. We have got to look up and be focused on other, on other things, on the beautiful things that God has for us. So the flower was the first. It needed the dark, right? It needed the rain and it needs the sun to guide it for where to go. Jesus does that for you. He writes it out for us. He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit and tells us where to go. But the next thing that happens with flowers is most often I love my daisies. They are one of my favorite flowers besides um, hydrangeas, which... I just love, they grow so big. But even in those two cases, they don't grow alone. So my daisies have a million friends. And once one pops up, it pulls others up with it. It's a beautiful thing to watch and they're right outside my door. So I love going out every morning, having my coffee and seeing new daisies sprouting. Because we are strong women, we're not meant to be called to do this alone. Yes, it is important to be facing the right way and fixing our eyes on Jesus and fixing our eyes on making sure we're eating healthy and doing good things for our body to honor God. But at the same time, we are not meant to go through it alone. We are not meant to grow and lift up by ourselves. In fact, a daisy will get stunted when it doesn't have other daisies growing with it. Same thing happens with us. If we just try to grow on our own, we are going to plateau. We are going to top out. We are going to not reach our full potential because we are called to be with other people. Same as daisies, same as people. We're supposed to do this with God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, but also we're meant to do this together. That's why I love this community so much. We had someone post a question about um smoothies yesterday. And guess how many people messaged me for smoothie recipes? So many. And when that one person just put themselves out there to say, hey, I'm researching, and we've talked about this before, and there's so much information on Pinterest and the internet and, and everywhere about, about smoothies. I just want some some basic ones that I can do. Other people opened up. So I 
I'm I'm gonna challenge you this week. If you are that first flower to raise up, who can you pull up with you? Is it only by asking a question? Maybe that's a hard step for you as someone with anxiety. Asking a question in a big group is terrifying at times for me. Like, I don't want to sound silly or dumb or anything. But that one question that was asked in the group over the weekend helped dozens of other women get recipes and say, hey, me too. And you can go through it together. We also had a question, who has more than three kids? You don't have to go through this alone. And the comments that were on there were amazing. And you women with uh, four, five, six, seven more kids, first off, all the credit to you because my two drive me nuts. Maybe it's one of those things where the more you have, um, the more they entertain each other, but that is not the case with my two and it's insane. So I'm, I'm not praying patience over you, but I'm praying peace and love <laughs> because that's a lot. Yes, Cynthia, that is such a great analogy that they turn and face each other when the sun isn't out. That's what we need to do too. How can you lift someone else up today? Is it by being vulnerable and asking a question? Is it by saying, you know what? I've tried this alone and it's not working. I need a coach. I need some help here. I need some guidance. Cynthia is one of my clients. She will tell you what we work through. And she's been with me now, gosh, has it been since January? Um, about that. She will tell you it's not rocket science, but having someone there to hold you accountable, having someone there to say, we don't need to listen to everything the world is doing right now. This is what you need to focus on. Just take care of the rest. Walking through your health journey with someone else is so important. In fact, if you go to start a diet, I know that we talked so much um, about how many diets and fad trends people do, specifically women in their lifetime. If you go to start up a healthy habit, and I'm not talking diets, I hate diets. We, I don't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Promote them late December. So Cynthia will tell you, I'm not ever going to tell you to eliminate anything. I'm not going to tell you to do this, but there are ways to schedule things in so that you're not deprived. There are ways to schedule things in so you are nourished. There are ways to schedule things in so you are connected. There are ways to schedule things in so that you're not alone. I think I'm using my hands more than I said I was going to. I'm going to put my hand up here. You don't have to go through your health journey alone. And a lot of times what I'll see in the last part about this to, uh, together talk is you talk about separation. Exercise is separate from nutrition. Um, health is separate from mental health. Physical health separate than mental health. It's not. It is all tied together. And when one thing is off kilter, it affects everything else. It all starts at the head, which means it all starts with our relationship with God. We have got to be there first. Someone else had posted um, a question about, I feel like I'm, I'm putting a lot of time in with help, but now that's taking time away from my faith. Use that time to not listen to music and listen to a podcast, especially if you're on the bike or the treadmill. 
put in the Bible app, play it. That's what I've been doing every morning is playing through it. And that's how I start my day. I just sit and meditate and let those words go through my head. That's what speaks most to me. I'm one of those people who can read and then be like, ooh, what did I just read? I already forgot it because in my mind, I'm so distracted. I'm thinking of everything else I need to be doing instead of getting my mind right with God. So when I play it, I pay more attention to it and I can start it. So it all has to work together. Then it comes to our mind. If our mind isn't right and we're constantly beating ourselves up, we're constantly waiting for the scale to change. We're constantly telling ourselves we can't have carbs and we can't have fats and I have to only, you know, eat this unless it's a food allergy, then we do have to work through that. But for the most part, you don't have to eliminate anything. It doesn't have to be separate. It all can work together for your good. Food, health, nutrition, mindset, it all can come together. But you shouldn't have to do that process alone. I've talked a lot in the past too about how as moms specifically, a lot of times we just get things thrown onto us, more things thrown onto our plate. Do this, do that. The kids have to go there. They've got to do this. Now I have to do this. And now I'm being called here and I'm, I'm doing this. You don't have to do it all. You just have to get organized. That is it. So the thunder last night got me thinking even more into this together part because I heard the thunder first. That is what woke me up. Actually, that's a lie. The rain is what woke me up. It was very, very tropical here for some reason. It would downpour and then completely stop, right? And that got me thinking about life. So the thunder, the lightning, and the rain. I'm using our Trinity example again with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The rain, even though it let up, the thunder and the lightning didn't stop. And there were times that the lightning came before the thunder or vice versa. I know in science how it works, but how our eyes see it is different, right? Just like how our spirit feels it isn't necessarily what the world is telling us. It's not the same. Even though the rain stopped, the storm was still coming. And even though the rain started, didn't mean the lightning was going to stop. Yeah, it was crazy. I guess it stormed a few nights ago. I slept right through that though. Last night, not so much. But there are things that need to work together and it's not always going to be in perfect unison and it's okay. Like the rain doesn't have to be perfectly falling. The lightning doesn't have to strike a certain distance for us to hear the thunder at the right point. It all doesn't have to be in perfect unison, but it is all going to come together. And all those things like the lightning and the thunder can seem scary, especially as kids, right? And we're like, oh my gosh, or maybe the rain was concerning to you. Maybe you've got flooding and the rain is concerning to you. It's all going to work together though, because today the sun comes up, it evaporates all of that rain and it moves on. But the thunder can't happen without the lightning. The lightning typically isn't going to happen without the rainstorm. So all of that has to work together. Why do we feel we need to go through this life pushing through it alone? I can do it. I've got it. I'm on my own. I'll handle it. I'll do this. It's fine. I'll just push through it. You're not meant to go through it alone. Nature 
doesn't go through it alone. God did not intend for us to push through a season of valley alone, nor a season when we're on the mountaintop alone. I want to sing praises with you, and I want to go through the struggle with you too. Let's surround ourselves in here. This is an amazing group of Christian moms who can come together and say, hey, yeah, I'm going to support you too. I'm in the same boat. The devil wants you to feel that you are alone. The devil will keep telling you, I'll just do it myself. I'm just going to continue on and do it myself. That's not what you're meant to do. If your uh, challenge this week then is to post in the group and that's outside your comfort zone, I'm going to post my question in the group. I'm going to be brave and post it. I want you to do it. If it is, you know what? Heather messaged me a while ago and I was nervous to respond. Respond back. I'm never going to be like, oh, Cynthia, you didn't respond to me months ago. That's not how this works. That's not how God's love spreads. Be like, hey, I'm I'm ready now. Maybe you're saying, I need some guidance and I need a coach. Great. Maybe you want to speak to some of my current clients and f- see what they're going through and see what they've learned and learned how they got together. We can talk about that too. But if nothing else you get from this, I want you to know if you are being told, if you are hearing voices to tell you, you need to go at it alone, you don't need anybody else, those are lies. God did not call us for that. The storms don't do it alone. The flowers aren't growing alone. We are not meant to do it alone either. Jesus had his father. Jesus had the Holy Spirit. We have those two. We are not meant to go at it alone. So I hope this live was helpful for you. I hope that you feel encouraged on this Monday morning. I will take prayers. Paxton has his year-end testing today. So I'm going to take prayers for that. I know that he is going to welcome those prayers as well. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. Um, I'm praying over everybody that commented here right now. And if you need anything else, please reach out to me. Step out your comfort, step outside your comfort zone. This week, that's your challenge. And do something that makes you a little nervous that's going to bring you together to other people. All right, ladies, I will talk to you soon. Have an awesome rest of your day, and I'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye, everybody.